Tis the season to give something truly delicious. This year, give the gift of gourmet Italian foods with Delalo's Gift Collection. Handcrafted with only the best artisan Italian foods, these gourmet gift collections are sure to impress. Choose from over 50 thoughtfully curated options or build your own custom collection. From gourmet Italian foods like pasta, olive oil, biscotti, and sauces, to everything you need for epic antipasti, charcuterie, and cheese boards. Salumi, cheese, olives, spreads, bruschettas, and croissants. Delalo has it all. And let's not forget about their irresistible Italian specialty sweets and snacks. It's a foodie's dream come true. Whether it's for the foodie on your holiday list or your beloved family and friends, Delalo's gift collection is the perfect choice. And here's the best part. You can shop early and ship later. Simply choose a later delivery date during checkout and Delalo will take care of the rest. So why wait? Order online today at Delalo.com. Give the gift of culinary delight with Delalo's gift collection. Happy gifting.
I'm a who that? Young as I'm living, I'm a who that? Lose or winning, I'm a who that? Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. Where we do that? 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 Boogie like this, and I'm a who that? I'm a who that? Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a fel. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishing and you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah, like this and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, eh. Boogie like this and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma. Big Q and the guys. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the sports coma with Big Q and the guys, but we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sports talk from your favorite sports fam. I'm Big Q. I'm up in this thing. Much love to the great Safe Day Tank and the Who That Nation, man. We up in this thing. Shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all being in the stream. Move on, family, and get the victory. All right. So, anyway, let's get into some of the uh, final statistics as the Saints. Uh, get the win. Taysom Hill is the man with the plan. He handles the is he handles and makes it pop for the team. And Taysom Hill did a hell of a job uh, today for the Saints. Four touchdowns Taysom was responsible for, and he deserved all the credit in the world. How Taysom Hill played in this matchup, he was awesome. All right. Anyway, let's look into uh, family. Let's uh, uh, get into some of the. Um, the halftime or the, uh, excuse me, the final statistics here, Saints get the win. Uh, 39 to 32, they break the three-game slide. Finally, uh, on the right side, they get the right side of things. They get their first win in the Dome and at home. So they're one and two in there, and they're now two and three uh, moving ahead. So 26 to 15 was the first downs for the Saints. The Saints were 8 of 14 on third down. Uh, in this matchup, the Seattle Seahawks was 1-19. Despite those terrible statistics, Seattle's offense was able to stay in this game. They had Saints had 74 plays versus 49 by Seattle, but Seattle still was able to stay in the game despite that. Saints had 438 yards versus 396 by Seattle, 14-13 on the drives by the Saints, 6 yards per play by the Saints, 8.1 by Seattle, 245 of uh, the passing-wise, uh, for the Seahawks, 203 for the Saints. The Saints had 235 yards rushing today. And people ask me, Q, how many times they ran the ball today? The Saints ran the ball for 48 times. And remember that old stat, family. Remember this. When the Saints run the ball, as much as they do, they usually get the win. The Saints ran the ball 48 times. That's more than they ran it. Uh, in a single game this all season long, it was almost 50 times that people ran the ball. They averaged five yards per rush, and I know a lot of that's Taysom's running, but still in all it counts is the same. 235 versus 151. A lot of running uh, on both sides. 
And the penalties is a lot were killed. The Seattle team, 12 penalties for 85 yards, six on it. Saints only six for 57 turnover. Saints had two, which was a fumble and interception thrown time of possession. Saints controlled much of the clock, 37, 35 uh, versus 22, 25 by the Seattle Seahawks. So if you look at it, like I said, and go at the rushing statistics, the big number that sticks out to me, 235, 235 yards rushing on 48 attempts, 48 attempts, five yards a carry, 235. Remember, when you run it over 30 times a game, you get a win. That's most of the time, 90-something percent of the time. The Saints did that. They remember that. They stuck to it. So good for them. So anyway, moving ahead. Uh, as we go into the individual statistics for the black and gold, Andy Dalton finished the matchup 16 to 24 for a buck 87 averaged almost eight yards per throw, one touchdown and a badly thrown interception. Uh, he had 86.6 rate and he was only sacked one time in the game. So the saints kept him upright. Taysom Hill had one throw for 22 yards, which was a touchdown. So he found Adam Troutman for the score, the saints rushing attack family, 48, carries for 235 they averaged five yards per rush three touchdowns Taysom Hill had nine carries for 112 yards he averaged 12.4 yards per rush and had three touchdowns when he ran the ball that is amazing Elvin Kamara got his the hard way 23 carries for Elvin for 103 yards and he averaged four and a half yards per carry so Kamara and Taysom were the guys Mark Ingram not so much nine carries 16 yards and he averaged less than two yards per carry so how could other guys like Taysom and Mark, I mean, the Elvin get theirs over 4.5 and 12.4, and Ingram gets an air and average less than two yards per carry? Huh. Hmm. And, of course, Elvin Kamara had to pick up the slack from a receiver perspective. He had six catches for 91 yards off of six targets. Chris Olave, four catches for 54 yards and a touchdown. The only one, uh, well, second one, the other one was Adam Troutman who caught two passes, or he missed one. He dropped Adam Troutman really could have had two touchdowns in this game. He could have had Chris Olave's touchdown. He could have had two uh, touchdowns in this game, but he dropped one in the end zone. But when Taysom Hill went back to him, he was able to catch it to redeem himself. So three targets, two catches, 232, and a touchdown. Chris Olave, four for 54 for a score on four targets. Jawan Johnson, one for 13. Traquan Smith at one for 10 off for four targets. Callaway, three targets, two catches for five yards. And Key Kirkwood. Got one catch off of one target for four yards as he made his appearance in the matchup. So good game for them. And of course, the fumbles right there. Elvin Kamara fumbled one and lost one for the Saints. Taysom Hill fumbled, they recovered, and David Onyemata recovered a fumbled by Seattle. Top tacklers, Paulson Adebo, eight tackles. Pete Werner was seven. Tyron Matthew, five. Four for Davenport, Demario Davis, Justin Evans, and Kate Nellis. Sacks on the game. Cam Jordan had a sack and a half in the matchup. Demario got a half of his sack, and JT Gray had a sack as well in the contest. Now, also moving on, as you can see, the kick return game, Taysom Hill returned three kicks for 69 yards. He averaged 23 yards per time. Deontay Hardy, two for 31, 15.5 was taken out of the game due to injury. Callaway came in to punt returns, 25 yards, 12 and a half on the return average. Will Lutz, one field goal today uh, for 56 which is long as responsible for seven points. Blake Gilligan, four punts for 189 yards, average 47.3, two touchbacks of the four. He put none within the uh, 20, but he had uh, uh, what was 62-yard boomer as well. And, of course, like I said, defense really lost the game to penalties as well. 
uh, for the Seattle Seahawks. Geno Smith did everything he can to help them out, 16 to 25 for 268. He had three touchdowns. He averaged a first down every time he threw the ball. Geno looks good. He was sacked three times by the Saints, still had the 139.7 rating. The rushing attack for Seattle bludgeoned the Saints run defense. Really, it looks it's going to make their average look even nastier than what it looked prior. They had 21 rushes for 151 yards. They averaged 7.2 yards against the Saints rushing attack. That has to change. I don't know what they got to do about that, but the Saints got just bludgeoned today. All right, Kenneth Walker came in the game, and I thought Rashad Perry was a dude. He, I mean, Penny, excuse me. Rashad Penny left with a leg issue. He had eight carries for 54 yards. He was averaging seven yards per rush. Then Kenneth Walker comes in there and punishes the Saints defensive interior line, eight carries for 88 yards. He averaged 11 yards, and that's simply because he had that 69-yard scamper for a touchdown. We got to fix that up, family. We got to do better than that uh, in, in the end. And, of course, their top guys, Tyler Lockett, who's a baller, had two touchdowns for him in the game, five catches for 104, two touchdowns off of six targets. He averaged 21 yards per catch. DK Metcalf, five catches off of eight targets, 88 yards. He had a touchdown, 17.6. He dropped the touchdown that Geno Smith threw to him in the back of the end zone. Bradley Roby was covering him. That was an easy touchdown. DK dropped it. That could have made the difference for Seattle in this matchup. Noah Fant, three catches from five targets for 49 yards. He averaged 16.3. Dissy, the backup guy, had two for 21, averaged 10.5. So what you look at what they were doing, the guys he was going through, every time he threw him the ball, it was a first down. Cody Barton and Jordan Books, their two inside linebackers, played really well. 12 tackles, 11 for Brooks in the matchup, eight by uh, Neal and Diggs had seven. One uh, sack in the contest by L. Woods. He got in there one time as they kept recycling and taking L out of the contest. So anyway, they field goal kicker Myers put up two to, two to help him out. But in the end, the Saints were able to kind of lock it down despite the Sea Chickens scoring 13 in the fourth quarter. The Saints were still able to come away with the win. 39 to 32. So there you go. So the Saints, man, I'm telling you, the Saints are up and down day for the black and gold today. Up and down from an offensive standpoint, it was all tasting. It was an all tasting hill affair. Taysom, Taysom did a wonderful job for the black and gold today. And really, man, four touchdowns he was uh, added by, which is a big win for Taysom Hill when you think about it, man. He was he was stupendous in this game. Him and Elvin Kamara, he did a great job too. In the end, and the only thing I was saying about the Saints is, is that the Saints have to be able to balance his play skill, which I've been preaching that for some time now, of uh, balancing what Taysom Hill brings uh, to the Saint to the Saints uh, offense, and usually utilizing him uh, like that gives him greater value when he can throw it and run it like he did. So he had a very special game today for the Saints to help elevate them. Now, moving ahead, the Saints are going to need every bit of trying to figure out what we can do from an offensive standpoint because we came out with a win today because of Taysom Hill. But my goodness, family, what do we do next week against the likes of the Cincinnati Bengals? We got to plan and and come together on something. But our offense needs to do something. Let me look at some of the family members in the thing. Brother Ernest says, Werner is a true dog. Kenny says, uh, what's up, bro? So he said, for some reason, Hill seems – to be the only guy who can find guys wide open, open running lanes and have time in the, the timing speed to take advantage. Mike says, when when do we get Thomas and Landry back? I don't know, bro. That We'll figure that out uh, later on this upcoming week, but I don't have an answer for that right now. Five full Coast says, go get Sue or Malcolm Brown. Now, the Saints definitely need some help from an interior standpoint. Malcolm Brown, if he's still out there, could be a guy that helps you. I know he can. 
Y'all know Country Rail says, I hate the fact that Olavi has hurt me too. What's up? What's going on, Gene? Shout out to you, Saints. Saints overcome penalties. Taysom through three touchdowns. Come on. All right. Yeah, that's 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 something. Taysom was special today. He was. He's the player of the game, man. And, and because of his contributions, we win the game. And I'm happy for that, no doubt about it. But we got a lot of stuff to work to do offensive-wise, man. The kind of, Not just offensive-wise, all over the place. Defense, we got to work on that. Uh, special teams and offense got a lot of work to do, but the win is a win. Devin says Book, uh, Booger needs to be fired after that roughing call that was horrible. Uh, K cried. 10 says great win with no last late, no last minute late flags by the refs cheat us. Yes, great game. Who that? All right, Ernest says Landry and Thomas sit, use the tight ends. All right, Nat says win a win. All right, Ernest says Saints with no weapons wins the game. They just overused all as we have. That's what you got to do sometimes. All right, Cesar, shout out to your fam. Says good afternoon, everyone. Shout out to you, bro. Appreciate you. Yeah, I got you, bro. Yeah, four TDs. I got you, Gene. All right, Devin says Q, you might need to check up on Big Low. Yeah, that that the the matchup. And I I'm gonna go over some statistics momentarily. From uh, I guess I could put up on the scoreboard uh, here about what's going on. But I, I did hear about the fact that the Bucks was up on them by 21 or nothing that last time I checked. So, man, uh, but you know. Like I said, as as this stuff started moving into the, uh, you know, the season, man, you start finding out who you are, whether that's good or bad, man. So, you know, the Saints have to figure it out. But uh, Atlanta, we know Atlanta was going to struggle uh, this season. We knew that. All right. Uh, shout out to the fam, man. Appreciate y'all being up in this. Uh, Kick Rod says, I'm telling you that there's a conspiracy against our team, our fan base by Vegas. If you want the Saints to win, bet on our opponents to win and the Saints. <laughs> I got you, bro. I hear you, bro. Travis says the Bengals are lying. Not all that. All right. Lathan says Landry probably going to be back next week. All right. Corey says we need to, another running back to go with Kamara. Indeed, bro. Indeed. All right. Uh, Ernest says use the tight ends more and stop forcing the ball to Olave. The team, he said this is a team sport. Not <laughs> all right. Indeed. Quavadia says Schefter said Thomas playing next week. Okay. Thank you, bro, for that. All right, St. John says, I never doubted for a second. All right, <laughs> right L. says, I think Malcolm Brown is with the Rams now. Okay. All right. Michael says, got to clean up the fumbling. Indeed. May, Brother Prom says, we'll beat the Buccaneer of uh, the Bengals because we will not play down uh, to them. All right. Shout out to you. All right. Uh, who else we got? Brother Gary says, well, on another note, Gino been playing pretty impressive since he became a, a – yeah, he has been looking good. I got to give him credit. I was telling – I said that during the previews. I said, man, Geno Smith looks good, man. King Wizard says, was it Geno or our secondary in trouble? A mixture of both, bro. A mixture of both because really Geno took shots, but really there was supposed to be safeties back there where he was taking those shots. That wasn't supposed to happen. So, yeah, we had some some, uh, numbskullery going back there in the back end of the secondary. And when you got guys out like, which is smart for Pete Carroll to take advantage of the Saints secondary in the safety position because Marcus May, your regular starter, isn't there. P.J. Williams who usually plays back there. He's not there. So you have Justin Evans. And then they were, Saints were using J.T. Gray, who doesn't play that position. So, yeah, they were smart to take shots at the Saints safeties like that, and they, and they bear fruit a couple of times. So, yes, they were smart to do that. Roger says, Cam Jordan, two years straight game-winning sack. Shane says, definitely need to bounce back. Got to get going with the wins and focus on what we do best indeed, bro. What is that, Shane? Tell me what it is, bro, that what the Saints do best. Let me know that, bro. Put that in the chat. I'll, I'll spotlight you. All right, Melissa, thank you. Uh, says, so happy for the win. Shout out to you, Melissa. 
All right. Uh, Brother Michael says uh, Gino been playing some good situational football. Indeed. Brother Will, what's up, Sam? He says, I hope Laddie Dad is okay. Me too. Anthony says, going to be facing Trey Henderson next week. Would have been nice to keep him along with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and Ramchek. Thank you, Anthony. Shout out to you. What's up, Brother Booming? Shout out. So Jameis needs to worry. No, Jameis don't need to worry. Uh, like I said, I think uh, Dalton doing what he's supposed to do. Just be a placeholder. A uh, scoop says, Q, did McCoy ever get uh, uh, his lunch pail pack uh, back? They took <laughs> Oh, man. Brothers. Yeah, McCoy is uh, – man, we got to get – we got. We just got to step it up, bro, all of us. David says, uh, Gino, next year I'll give the reins to Taysom. Uh, I know, bro. I don't, I don't know about that, bro. We still, it's still early on. Mike says, loving our pass distribution, getting all our weapons involved. Looking forward to having our starting wide receivers back. What's up, CeeLo? Shout out. Say the Saints injuries, injuries continue to plague us. Do we need a new strength coach? Hmm. Hmm. All right. Oh man. I don't know, bro. We, we got something going on here. CeeLo said, take the W as ugly as it was. I shall. All right, brother Ernest says uh, Saints secondary walked uh, walked as Seattle scored. On the other hand, Seattle defense caught uh, almost caught uh, Taysom. Yeah, the guy did run him down. Instead of grabbing Taysom, he decided to try to shove him through the end zone. But he should have tried to tackle him. You never know what could have happened. He could have fell on and fumbled the ball out the back of the end zone. He just kind of gave up on the play and just meanly shoved him out of bounds. He should have tried to tackle him. That's what he should have tried to did. But anyway, that's a dumbass mistake. Uh, we about this thing. And Shane says, I think we have the best defense in the league, just not executing because of bad play calling. All right. Thank you, Shane. Shout out to you. Whoever's on your model, he was in the game. He did some things, man. Not not a lot to speak about, but he was in on, on some plays right there. So Oyamada wasn't doing too bad. Jando says, why plan, man, with the second <laughs> with seconds in the half? Avis says, AK41 feeling like a booby. Swack says, that was a tasty W. Thank you. May I have another, please? <laughs> Yeah, I know, Michael. L. Woods was looking like an all-pro, man. Maybe we need to try to give up a seven-round draft pick and get L. Woods down here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, Scoob says Coach Rashard needs to give his cold position up and work with this with the boys only. Uh, Farada says, what's up, fam? Says, to me, the coaching needs to get better. Thank you, bro. Richmond, what's up, bro? Says, Triquine can't catch. He, he been needed to go. Yeah, he did catch one. He dropped one, man. Yeah, it's frustrating. So frustrating, man, to watch uh, Taysom Hill. Uh, I mean, I taste him. He'll Traquan Smith out there, man. Him and him and him and Adam Troutman, man. Yeah, yeah, we found a star, no doubt about it, man. We found a star in Chris Olave, no doubt about it. All right, what's up, Tasha? Shout out to your fam. Appreciate Tasha in the building. Who that to Universal Love and the rest of the family members as well up in this thing. So anyway, fam, let's get on. Let's listen to what Dennis Allen says, fam. I'm about to chime in, let the the family members hear from Dennis Allen. And his thoughts on the Saints uh, operating and getting the win. Here's D.A. from the Saints. Here we go. Put one in the chat if you can hear it, fam. Here's D.A. We did some really good things in this game. You know, defensively, I think you know, we've got to eliminate the, the, the big plays. That was the kind of the black eye on, on the night in terms of uh, defensive football. Uh, you know, but we won the third down battle. We were able to get off the field on third down defensively. We converted on offense, and then I thought it was a great job by our offense getting us in that four-minute situation and ending the game. So, um, pleased with the win. Got a lot of things we got to clean up, but um, happy to win. Coach, what's with the, uh, the scheme that you guys put on in the early during the week 
we taste them. There's got to be some kind of strategy you guys work on during the game for that. Yeah, well, good player. Try to put him in position to do things that he does really well. Um, our guys went out and executed the play, so um, it was it was good to see. Yeah, Dennis, I was going to ask about that too. I mean, was there a, something you guys saw in the Seahawks defense that you thought you would use a lot of? Well, look, we, we just we just talked we talked earlier in the week, you know, um, and 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 Pete and I were, were talking, and and he felt like. You know, some of the run game stuff that we could do with Taysom in the game was was could be really good against this against this group, and uh, and he was right. You know, Taysom was was really effective. Was it to the point to the point that you uh, used him more maybe than you even thought you would at the beginning of the game because the way it was playing out? But you expect him to get that many snaps? Well, look, I don't know that you ever really know exactly how many snaps somebody's going to get. It just depends on how the game's being played out. You know. Um, but I thought we were able to do some things in the running game and utilize him in, in those areas. Um, and then obviously with the, uh, with what they were doing defensively, uh, you know, trying to stop the run game, we felt like there was an opportunity in the passing game and, and, uh, you know, we were able to throw a touchdown there. So, uh, look, I got to give, you know, Pete Carmichael and the offensive staff a lot of credit for the game plan that they put together. Um, they operated it, it, uh, very well. And, uh, and, and that was a big part of it. Outside of some of the negative stuff, do you feel like you guys are putting together some of the pieces, putting together the offense of identity you want? Like, do you see progress in that? Yeah, look, I, I feel like, um, you know, I, I thought I thought we saw a little bit more progress this week. I felt like in the second half last week, you, you felt a little progress. Um, you know, certainly we, we'd like to get everybody healthy um, and, and have all our weapons out there, but, um, I thought today was, you know, a lot more consistency in terms of what we were doing. At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson razor. Henson razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. No matter the occasion, whether it's a date or a family holiday outing, daytime ice skating at Cameron Run Regional Park is sure to delight. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria, skate on the outdoor rink and stay warm with hot chocolate or make s'mores over a fire pit. This unique winter experience is only available for a limited time. Open daily December 18th through 30th and weekends in January and February. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. 8 to 14 on third down today. You know, how how much of a luxury is it to have Taysom in that role, knowing you're in third and short and you can just hand the ball? Go jumbo. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, you have weapons uh, that you feel like you can utilize and, and, and do the things that those guys do really well. And, 
I think anytime you have a guy that can play the quarterback position and he can affect the game with his legs, it, it creates a challenge for the, um, the defense because now you have to play 11 on 11 football. And, you know, and then if you start creeping, you know, safety down too far into the box, you know, he can still do some things in the passing game. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good piece to have. Dennis, uh, how, how encouraging is it for you to see AK respond the way after uh, after his fumble to kind of come back and have a Yeah, really encouraging. You know, um, <clears throat> you know I, I would say if there, was, if there was a you know a black eye offensively in terms of what we did offensively, we still, we still you know turned the ball over twice, um, but yet you know we did enough things offensively to overcome those things. And, and uh, look, I thought AK you know brought a brought a lot of energy um, and a lot of explosiveness to the to the offensive unit this week. You see Taysom do some amazing things over the years. How how impressive do you say compared to everything you see in his career? Listen, that's a tough question because I've seen a lot of good things out of him, you know what I mean? And so um, what we saw him do today are, are things that we you know expect that we can can get out of that player and, and uh, uh, you know, so we're going to continue to try to find ways to utilize that. That was sorry. That was going to kind of lead into my next question. You talked about Pete this week saying that there was an opportunity to use Taysom. Will it be week by week, or do you think that this could be expanded because of the way he played today? Well, yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, certainly our future opponents are going to look at this game. They're going to have ways that they're going to try to, um, you know, defend it, um, and so people are going to make adjustments. But that's always been part of um, what we've been able to do here with Taysom. Um, and, and we'll continue to find ways to utilize that. And, and uh, when it's effective and it's working, we'll keep doing it. You know, um, so credit Pete for, you know, if it's working, keep calling. Dennis, is this at least offensively the script you think you're going to have to follow? to be successful with this team, at least until Jameis may be returned? In certain aspects, yeah. I think just being efficient, you know, we were able to run the ball well. Um, we got into a lot of third and manageable situations. We didn't have a lot of, you know, negative plays, which put us, you know, behind the chains a lot. Um, and so we were getting in third manageables and we were able to convert third downs. And, and, and so therefore, when you're running the ball well, when you're converting on third down, you're winning the time of possession battle. That was an explosive offense that we played against, and, and uh, they've been explosive a bit against most teams that they've played. Uh, and so uh, we knew that would be a challenge, and, and our ability to maintain time of possession on offense was a big part of you know us getting that win. Speaking of those uh, explosive, was there any commonalities about conceding you know, a handful of them this game? Well, they got behind us. Um, I don't think we played a couple of those. One at the end of the half, that's inexcusable. That can't happen. Um, uh, you know, and then the one there in the, uh, you know, fourth quarter um, to lock it, uh, you know, we really got kind of two doubles on that. Um, and he just got on top of us. So uh, we got to work to clean that up. We'll look at the tape, see what we can do better. But, um, you know, I look at the way we played defensively, and I'd say, but for about four or five plays, you know, um, it was pretty good. But yet, those four or five plays, um, you end up being 
basically you know 28 points uh, in the game. So those are things we got to clean up. Did you see anything on the or is that yeah, we, we just we, we missed it the run just a little bit. We had pressure on, um, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, I don't know if I love the call, um, and so you know we'll evaluate it, see what we can do better. Um, but look, I think you got to give our guys credit. I mean, our guys came out and, and competed all the way to the end, and, and we made enough plays to win the game. And you know, even when guys were going down, we had guys that stepped up and, and, and made plays for us. Uh, Dennis, the challenge on the Olave touchdown, is that something you saw the challenge or did you get a call down? Well, there's a process that we go through in those situations. Um, and, and so we went through the process that we go through. And from our vantage point, there was three feet down, um, you know, before he went to the ground and, and lost position of the ball and, and, and you know, uh, three feet equals a football move, and so that's possession in the end zone, and, and felt like that should have been ruled a touchdown. So, um, but I thought our process worked extremely well in that situation. How big was, was that? Seven points big. <laughs> it was a big play. Yeah, it was a big play, big momentum play, and, and uh, um, so the process worked there. Dennis, I know we've exceeded our. Take some questions probably in, in, in this press conference, but why, why hasn't he played a bigger role as a pass catcher or as a tight end this season? Is that part of the development of Jawan Johnson, or is that part of? Yeah, look, I mean, there, you know, each game there's a varying, you know, degree of elements that, that uh, go into go into that. Um, you know, we've got some plays, you know, some plays up for him in the passing game, and, and we got some plays up for him playing the quarterback position. And so, um, you know, I think I think it's just kind of a week-to-week deal to figure out, you know, how we can use him and, and where he can be most effective. Coach, you talked about how what you want to improve on your pass defense, but in terms of Geno Smith, how much has he improved over the years and become more of a, you know, deadly downfield pass? Well, I think he's playing extremely well this year. Um, you know, the pass early in the game to Fant, you know, was, I thought, you know, right on the mark. Um, I think he's playing extremely well. I think they're doing a lot of really good things with him. Uh, he's got a lot of good weapons to throw the ball to. Um, it's a it's a, it's a, a really good offensive team that we just faced. And, and um, usually if you're really good on offense, a lot of times the quarterback's playing at a high level, and, and I think that he is. Dennis, the way the last three weeks have gone, how much did you guys need this one? How good does it feel right now? Well, look, it, it, it always feels good to win at our league. And so, uh, so yeah, that, it feels good. Um, you know, we want to go 1-0 and this week. Uh, we accomplished that task, and now we got to move on to the next one. Seattle was 1-9 of nine on third downs. Cam Jordan was a big part of that success. Just what can you say about his performance? <laughs> I'll let Cam talk about it. Talk about himself. He's pretty good at that. <laughs> Did you, uh, did you have any status update on, on uh, Marshawn with the, the wrist? Uh, no. I'm sorry. Abdomen, yeah. 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 Um, no, I haven't. I haven't spoke to the trainers. Um, I know they were they were evaluating him on the sideline and then at some point told me that he was out. And I haven't gotten any other word on that. I was going to ask the same thing about Alade. I know he's in protocol, but that was kind of a concerning hit to the head. So how is he doing? Yeah, I haven't visited with him either. Um, you know, so 
Uh, I saw him briefly as we just walked in the locker room. He seemed like he was in pretty good spirits. He was excited about the win. So, um, look, he'll go through the process, um, and, uh, and and we'll make sure we're following all the steps and we'll see where he's at. Were there any noticeable differences in how they handled protocol today? Nothing, nothing, you know, nothing on the field that I noticed that was, you know, extremely different. You noticed the energy today, but how much did AP step up this past week leadership-wise and kind of riding the offense? Well, look, you know, AK's not really a real vocal person uh, by nature, uh, but part of being a leader is just, you know, coming to work every day. And look, he was ready to go this week. Um, he was feeling healthy and uh, and was excited about playing, and you could see it in, in, in practice. And so, yeah, I thought it brought a lot of energy to our team. And this, this is the second time this season your numbers have been like really low at receiver at a late stage in the game. Uh, how, how much does that impact uh, like what you can do? Like how, how much kind of taking on the fly do you have to do? Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into it, you know. Um, Obviously, losing Deontay early in the game, um, you know, and then uh, losing Alave, um, you know, put put some put some stress on the on the receiver position and, and and stress on the coaching staff to figure out, you know, what we can do and and how we can uh, how we can attack them. Uh, it's fortunate that we were having some success in some of our you know base packages, um, and, and so we probably went a little bit more in that direction. Okay, thanks, guys. Locker room's open. All right, shout out to the fam, man. That was Coach Dennis Allen giving his thoughts on the team, updating uh, several different uh, things he spoke about, uh, injuries to others. Uh, here's Cam Jordan, man, to give his thoughts. Here's Cam. I'd like to start with the first question from Cam. Ooh, microphones now? I heard it was 1.5. I heard that we jumped on and, and at the very end somehow still have. But I, I like what you're thinking. Um, at the end of the day, you know, we, we kept saying it the whole time. We put it on us. We put it on the trenches. We gotta, uh, we gotta make sure the D line is involved early and often in Gino's uh, face and his, and his life today. And I think we accomplished that. Hey Ken, what was it like for you? From the sidelines watching Taysom Hill when he's having that kind of performance. Man, I mean, you saw him get by. Like, oh, oh, high knees. There, there you go. You know, uh, Sean P said at one time he was the fastest quarterback in the last however many years. You probably know Sean. He probably put like thirty-five years on it. Um, but I mean, he, he showed he showed some wheels. I mean, it's exciting. I mean, that's what we needed. Whatever it takes. I'm not been preaching you know all sixty minutes and whatever it takes. It may not have been a win, but that's a win. You know, we can start building off of that. It's cleaned a lot of stuff up. But we can build up for that. Cam, you guys haven't been one in four since 2015. How, what was the sense? I don't know. I'm not going to talk about one in four. We are two in three. But going into this week, what was it? Every every chance you have on this this wonderful field, on this game we played uh, in the NFL, we've got 17 guaranteed opportunities. Each one becomes more and more increasingly important. We're trying to find a win, that it, whatever whatever it takes. That WIT mentality is, is going to stick for a long time. So we don't want to be one and two. We don't want to be one and three. We can't be one and four. We have to find a way to win. We found a way to win today. 
Cam, I know you guys gave up more yards and more points than you would have liked, but talk about that last drive and the third down play and forcing Gino to go backwards. And I mean, does that kind of make up for some of the other things? I don't think it makes up for anything. I mean, the fact that we let one of those big gash runs happen and we've let them happen in the fourth quarter too many times, um, that can't, you can't make an excuse for that. I do love that it ended in a hundred stack. That's just a personal situation. Um, I think that in terms of what our team wants to do, we, we have to tighten up some things. Uh, you can't let them score at the end of the half. You can't let them run a 60-yard touchdown. In. And, I mean, granted, they're a good team. A lot of things are self-inflicting, and we have to clean that up ASAP. Cam, one thing I was going to ask, too, was just that question about the 60-yard. Which one, the 110 cents? Okay. About the 60-yard run. Um, it looked like there was something in the middle of the line at least. Um, were y'all, y'all there was, a, there was a, there's a, he had a nice cutback and, um, you know, whatever it is, I can't wait to break down the film and, and figure that one out ASAP. You can't have that. I mean, with our defense, there's no way they should have been able to, uh, amass the amount of yards they did on the ground that they did. Yeah, just talk a little bit about getting Malcolm Roach back in the lineup, just kind of the boost he gave to the defense. Yeah, you saw the juice. I mean, he had zero. He had zero vertical. I'm pretty sure my four-year-old daughter could jump higher than Malcolm Roach did off of the celebration. But the explosive, the explosive abilities that he has, the playmaking ability he has, that's what separates him. I mean, you love that high energy. I mean, granted, he's got like 75 pounds of tape on his ankles, so that's probably the reason why. But I mean, you love to see Roach back in rotation. Then Roach is is a, is a, is a playmaker. And like ask coach, one of nine on, on third down from Seattle, 0 for one on, a, on fourth down. So what was the key to getting them off the field as late? I didn't know this step, but I like that. Um, yeah, just just that. I mean, I, I mentioned it earlier at the beginning. Of this is you know relying on relying on getting pressure on them. You know they have through the roll two boots. They have all that. We put that on the D line. There's a couple times we were able to get in space, take away a tight end from across. Um, you know Pete Werner, Demario Davis playing their derrieres off. Um, in terms of covering those tight ends, those mismatches. I think our DBs, we got a couple of guys go down and it was next man up mentality. I mean, Chris Harris popped up like Tuesday and he was already playing Sunday. Um, draft class does what I've got to look to see it. Um, when you think about, you know, all that we did, all the good things we did, uh, and all the bad things we did, you, it seems like the good outweighed the bad. But that being said, if we play a sound game, how much farther we want to be? Yeah, Can't the loss seven of your last nine and don't did it, did it feel those today like some of the I'm gonna let you keep control of that stat. All I see is the next game. I'm just trying to get the next one. I do love that don't feel advantage felt like that today. I mean the, the fans were definitely heard real clear, real reactive. It was loud as, as it needed to be. Um and I gotta love that. Yeah y'all held the one and nine I think on third down. Uh yeah that's what she said. Uh, and I was like I was like ooh one of nine that's a heck of a number. Um, you know, the crowd. for sure. And I mean, have we had them to zero now? We might even be a better place. Hit it! Thanks, Cam. <laughs> Nine point swing uh, in that first half of Seattle jumping on top. How big was that turnover to start that that second half? That was huge. Um, and and just, yeah, and just, and just getting a turnover because you talked about that in terms of forcing turnovers that he has wanted to do with more. Absolutely. If we can get one, we can get two. But it starts with one. And I mean, no matter how it comes, you know, DK. We know what he's doing. He's 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 a monster down the field. His go ball plus his go ball plus his go, and then he's got to go. Um, you know, he comes over the middle. You have to make him pay, and I think they did just that. Yeah, it seems every week Marshawn is in one of these uh, knockdown drag out matchups with a wide receiver one. 
his weekend at that. You know, when you watch him out there just just giving it all against that just huge wide receiver, you know, what is that? What do you see from that? In that's, that's our premier of CD1. I mean, and so he, he jumps in, jumps to the task every week. Um, it's exactly what we expect from, from uh, Marshawn. Sean's going to do what he does. I mean, I can I can always rest easy knowing that, you know, we don't have to worry about what kind of coach we're putting on. We're putting Marshawn on somebody, and that's, that's that. And we'll worry about where everything else. And then it has to become a combination of him covering it, but he can't cover for 12 seconds. So it's got to be on some part of the D-line, too, to get to the quarterback. Cam, I feel like I should ask you about your T-shirt. Big Dinos? Yeah, yeah, one punch, man. I don't know it is what it is. Look, I, I may not be able to finish everything in one blow, so that's why, you know, I went for in my mind, he's like an anti-hero. I'm not like that. I'm not trying to be a hero. I'm trying to be everybody's worst enemy. Cam, you do have 110 sacks. What does it amount to? Say it again. Say it again. Um, you know, in my mind, it should be 110 and a half, but I'm sure that they jumped in at the very last second, which is crazy to me. Good for him. It all comes full circle. I will get it back. Um, right now, nothing. As long as it ends in a win. Um, you know, there's some stats out there. You got multiple sack games equals a higher chance of us winning, and that's all I care about is winning. So if that's what it takes, I'm willing to get five again. If the Lord does it. Okay, one more there. Yes, Red Rifle is, is next. I call him Double R. It's luxurious the way he passes the ball. That's why he's a big, big Red Rifle. Andy Dalton, draft class 2011. All right. I'll ask you this because I feel like I might get a good answer. Do you understand what the player was trying to do when he took off and tried to run? Yeah, he's trying to give us the ball. <laughs> and I think he did a phenomenal job in his assignment. I think our special teams did a great job of, of uh, collapsing that pocket and, and making a, a punter feel uncomfortable, which I, it's probably not hard to do. Right. Appreciate it. Tough, tough one to follow. I think. No, All right. That was Cam Jordan, man, uh, ever young Cam Jordan, man. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Uh, talking about it. Let's let's hear from Andy Dalton now. Man, here's Andy Dalton on this take on the team. Here's Andy. <laughs> hey Andy, been in the league for a while. What's it like just watching the guy Texas I mean, he's such a weapon, and there's nobody else like him. And if you're a defense, you have to prepare for so much with him because you never know where he's going to line up. So I mean, his performance today, it's it's hard to match. All the stuff that he can do and all the stuff he was able to do today to help us win. And um, yeah, he's special. But just uh, getting out and back today, just kind of him getting into rhythm and football For sure, yeah. We really wanted to get him going. And I mean, there's a lot of explosive plays from him uh, in the run game and on the screen, too. You know, big game, got us down there, allowed us to score touchdowns. So I mean, it's, it's great having him back out there. Right at the end of the game, when you mentioned the you know, Seattle seemed to take exception to that, and they had got a, a flag coming against them. Can you just take us through what exactly happened? I don't even know what happened. 
I just know that they, they kept more taking a knee. Um, yeah, I guess they were still trying to go hard on in that situation, and I I think one of them ended up getting one of our guys in the head. I don't even know. We got first down. I had to take an extra knee at the end. That's all I know. And since uh, since you become starter in these last few games, how much uh, is their incorporation of the game plan where you're wanting to take some certain things like that to preparing for the game plan, at least uh, right from the start of the week? Yeah, I think there's been a lot of communication with everybody and just how we're wanting to play, what we're, what we're trying to do, and, and things that we like. And so I think that's, you know, especially early in the week, uh, we can get that going. And um, just the open communication with everybody's and definitely helps. Andy, how did you feel about the offensive rhythm today um, for this? It feels like there's a, a lot more balance, especially with South Shea run. And the follow-up on that as well, how hard is it to keep that rhythm, especially when you start losing wide receivers like you did early on? Yeah, I think we did a great job. I mean, you see the run game. I think DA said at the end, like 48 carries. I mean, that's, I don't know if I've ever been a part of that. And our guys up front did such a good job of allowing us to, you know, make positive gains, big gains on, on first or second down. And, um, you know, felt like we were, I mean, a couple of times today we were caught behind the chains, but for the most part, we were in, uh, second and short, third and short situations. And so we got into a, a great rhythm. And you never want to lose, your, lose receivers. Guys come down. And, uh, you know, it's kind of how we had to play with, with only three receivers left in, you know, in the lineup. But I thought our guys did a great job keeping the rhythm. You know, as it pertains to the pace of, you know, kind of cycling in and out of the field, when you take such a hand roll like you did today, what is that kind of communication you know, is it just situations that you're planning on and you know it's going to be coming in, or is it kind of like, you know, you hear from the sideline and you come out? Yeah, I mean, it's different personnel groups and groupings and everything. So I know when I'm still in there, I know when I'm, when I'm coming out. I have another one, but that made me think. Have you lined up as a receiver before in the NFL? I have. Oh. It's not my first time. <laughs> um, I, I will find out how Chris Olave comes out. Uh, uh, with the injury evaluation, but you got a lot of chances to look at that, I assume, on the big screen. Was that about as, as good of an effort on the other end of a touchdown pass as, as you've gotten from a receiver? It was an unbelievable catch. Defender um, had his hand in there, and he still found a way to come down with it. And so um, I'm glad that we, we challenged it. I'm glad we um, got rolled a touchdown. I mean, it's a great catch by him. And you just talked about the win when you guys you know, snapped it for a day and not losing sleep. How good does it feel and how do you build on this moving forward? Yeah, it feels great. I mean, we needed a game to kind of get us back on track. You know, we've had some tough ones in the last couple of weeks, but this one was a good week for us to kind of get back, get back in the win column, get that uh, feeling again, and hopefully give us, a, give us some momentum moving forward. Non-Saints-related, but how big was the TCU win? Undefeated, man. I love it. You know, the Frogs are playing really well. And so, um, and Kansas is a good team. You know, everybody hears about Kansas from the past. I mean, this is, this is a different team. So I, I thought it was fun to watch. Got to, we got to watch the whole game yesterday. And, you know, found a way to come out with a win and 
Okay, keep going. Got a big one this week against Oklahoma State. Andy, what was your reaction to that false start call late in the yeah, I thought I thought we had him. He, I thought he was in the neutral zone. I think that's what uh, what she said. She said that he never got into the neutral zone. But uh, I thought we had him. But I guess she didn't see it. How much does the energy and the dynamic of the offense change when Alvin is healthy and on the field? Can you feel a difference? Yeah, I mean, Alvin's one of our best players, and so when you get to have that in the lineup and a guy with with his energy and his ability and the things that he can do, I mean, that, that definitely you know, gives the offense the energy of me. Jason, first uh, question for you is, before the, the start of the week, do you already know of the plays you're going to get in and what you're going to do, or is it a game time decision? Uh, before the start of the week? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, we, we have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday installed, so it kind of comes in every day. Um, but once you get to Friday, you have a pretty good idea that, hey, this might be a heavier week for me. And um, going into this game, I felt like I was going to have certainly more opportunities. But no adjustment during the game? You guys have a situation? We, we made a few little adjust adjustments, but but no, I mean, that was – I felt like that was an, an emphasis um, this week to – to try to get me more involved. Taysom, I know I know your role is constantly evolving, but I mean, has it been less pass catching and now more of this than you expected, or, or this is sort of what you envisioned your role to be? This I mean, week? look, I think every week is a little bit different, and you know, Jameis has been a little banged up, and so that kind of limited me in, in what I think the plan was supposed to be at the start of the season. Um, and so, look, I, I think. Every week, I, I just I go in and, and I prepare for, for what I'm going to be asked to do, and um, this is just it's a it's a fluid deal, um, and I, I think I anticipated being that way for the rest for the rest of at least the season. Thanks. What's it like for you just when you when you have it going like that emotionally? Um, I mean, man, it, it's. It's so much fun when, when you get opportunities with your teammates, right? Th those are the moments that you remember. Those are the moments you cherish when, when you can make a play and you see your teammates come and celebrate with you. That, that's, that's what it's all about. Um, so, and, you know, football is a lot more fun when you're making plays and, and you're running football games. And that was just, that was just, that was that, you know, uh, a lot of fun today. I, I, I don't know. I mean, look, I think statistically, I, I, it's probably probably one of my best games that I've ever ever had in the NFL. A lot of uh, touchdowns today. Getting down the last one. Yeah. Look, I, I think obviously that was a that was a big play. They knew we were going to run the ball third and short, um, and so they were clearly selling out to stop the run and. Um, you know, if you get by the first level of defense, there's just there's nobody left. And so, once I broke contain, I knew it was a foot race. And um, you know, I, I think <laughs> if I was five yards further back, I don't know if I if I would have got in. But um, look, we made it work. Jason, what can you tell us about the touchdown pass you threw? Um, were, were you always going to throw that ball, or were you thinking about something running? Uh, no, I was always going. I was going to throw it. Um, 
Like we talked at halftime, um, we uh, I think that that was kind of just the classic. Hey, we want to run the ball to set up the pass game. And so as we came in at halftime, Pete and I talked and said, Hey, we really like this play. So don't be surprised. You know that that'll probably be one of my first first plays to get to with you. Um, and he dialed it up perfectly. Kind of piggybacking off that, your perfect passer rating today. That's Pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, when you when you throw one pass and it works out that well, um, you know, it's easy. I, I think, look, that, that was just a culmination of, you know, Trout recognizing the right coverage, running the right route, because, it, look, if I'm being honest, I, I was, I personally was expecting a different coverage than, than what we got, and uh, I suspect Trout was too, um, but, man, he, he's a smart football player, he read it perfectly, and and uh, the rest is history. Okay, so you say your role is fluid, uh, but you're being modest. You, you figure early in the week you would get more involved, but would you ever guess you'd be this involved and have a game like this? I mean, you always hope, right? Um, I think it, as, as you prepare, I think my mindset is that, man, I'm going to take advantage of every opportunity. And I felt like I was going to get more opportunities this week. And so I did my, my part to make sure I was prepared for when it came up. And, um, you know, there, there's a lot of conversation about about me right now, but man, when you can rush the ball for over 200 yards, those guys up front played played very well against a really good, you know, defense, and you know their their D line was big and physical. The linebackers moved really well, and um, I felt like offensively we've kind of been right at this tipping point, and and this was a game that that we were ready for. I, I know in your past you said that you were bulked up to play tight end and you I guess lost weight and got a little more lean to play quarterback and I assume this offseason maybe a little more bulk. Is it is it hard or easy to kind of yo yo back and forth? Since I know they said you were gonna play tight end and now yeah. it seems like you're I can't play more quarterback. Um yeah it's it's been it's been a little bit of a yo yo but um look I think at the end of the day what I've realized is you know I, I weigh like two two thirty, two thirty about right now. I feel good at that weight and and um, I'm just going to stay there until somebody tells me otherwise. Hey, so how long have you guys been sitting on that one to Troutman? I mean, I'm guessing it's been in there for a while. Have been waiting to break out? And how is one like that going forward just to keep them honest every defense? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I've started football games at quarterback, and, and uh, you know, we've, we've won football games with me playing quarterback. So I think – Historically, what I've been able to do is set up a lot of my QB runs, and, and I think that we've seen that in how defenses have played me. But certainly it's nice to get a play like that off the ground and have it go well because, you know, they, they can no longer just key on one thing. And um, So I think looking forward, man, that, that makes it challenging for defenses. And obviously you did for that pass today, but, you know, when you run Lewis and Landon out there, and you're mega jumbo, you know, it's pretty clear what you're trying to do. And what is it? How much confidence do they give you as an offense when you can kind of project? It's like we're going at you, and you can still convert like that. Yeah, a lot of confidence. You know, we kind of we talk about it. We carry plays like that every week, and um, you know, we, we say, "Man, we're gonna we're gonna stay the course until somebody shows us that, that we can stop it." And um, you know, again, those guys come in, and, and they've done such a great job up front. To, to spring me for a lot of a lot of runs, a lot of touchdowns, and um, it, it's obviously challenging to stop with with some of this QB run stuff. Jason, how 
How much, how needed was this win today after a one and three start to the season just for this team, psyche, for this offense, uh, just the struggles that they had all year? How, how important was this one? Yeah, look, I mean, it, it, was, it was important. I, I don't want to overstate or undersell, you know, the importance of this win, but one and three doesn't, doesn't feel great, um, obviously. And I felt like we needed a game like this just, just to get some confidence back and, um, you know, the expectation moving forward is that we just keep this thing rolling. And um, I think we know that we're a really talented football team, and uh, we just need to continue to stack, stack these ones. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 Film Collection. Just log in with your Cricut username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plans, streams, and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricutWireless.com for details. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, that's Taysom Hill, man, on, on the win, of course, Cam Jordan. Andy Dalton and Dennis Allen, man, on the Saints uh, 20, uh, excuse me, 39 to 32 win over the Seattle Seahawks to improve to two and three in the matchups, a positive Saints make it happen uh, in the big way in this matchup. As we went over the statistics early on, let's do a little bit of a scoreboard right here uh, before we get ready to end of the stream. So shout out to the fan. Appreciate y'all being up in this thing. As we keep it moving and grooving, please feel free to hit the like button. <clears throat> if you're in the, in the stream and you're feeling good about the Saints win, I feel free to hit the like button. Okay, let's move on uh, to some of these uh, statistics on so far in the NFL thing. Not everybody was fortunate as the Saints. They improved the two and three, get the first home win of the season, 39-32 over the Sea Chickens. They uh, Moving on, right now the 49ers are over the Panthers 10-3. Uh, as the Panthers are one and three right now, the Niners are up over them into what two thirty four left in the second before the half. The Cowboys beating the Rams nine to three right now at the top of the second. Of course, you look at the Eagles with ten oh five in the quarter. 
They are 14 to nothing over the Cardinals. Of course, we have the Bengals that play our next adversary, the Cincinnati Bengals. They play the Ravens at 720 tonight on NBC. We'll be watching out for that one. Other games, of course, you know, the Giants were able to get the best of the Packers, 27 to 22, as they improved to four and one. How about the Giants? The Steelers with the new quarterback at the helm couldn't do a handle of business. The Bills was just, uh, of course, the Bills are a good team. 38 to three, they beat them. The Chargers improved the three and two uh, by beating the Browns 30 to 28. The Vikings are four and one, three and oh at home after beating the Bears 29 to 22. The Lions lose another one. They're now one and four as they get blanked by the Patriots 29 to nothing. And Gillette, as they go down, Patriots improved two and three. The Dolphins losing. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater in the game due to concussion. The Jets get the win 40 to 17 as both New York teams have winning records. How about that? 40 to 17 over the Dolphins. The Falcons, my dog, big low squad goes down. They're not two and three as well as the Buccaneers get the win 21 to 15. And the Titans, of course, they are able to beat the Commanders 21 to 17. The Commanders are just what we thought they are. They ain't commanding nothing but the bottom of the trash can. The Texans 13 to 6 over the Jags as they get their first win of the year as well. So there you go. And, of course, Thursday matchup had the Colts getting a 12-9 field goal battle over the Colts to go uh, over the Broncos to go 2-2. Uh, two and two. Broncos are 2-3 and three in the Monday night matchup. Pits the Raiders at 1-3 and three against 3-1 three and one Chiefs in Arrowhead Stadium. So that's some of the games that's going on right there. And, of course, the big one is, in fact, the, the Saints were able to take care of business against the Seattle Sea Chickens. Uh, 39 to 32 in the matchup and improve the two and three and break a three game losing streak, which is most certainly what we needed to do. Okay. So you look at some of the numbers, a final breakdown of it, 26 to 15 uh, with the first down saints were better eight of 14 from the third down one of nine versus uh, by the, the uh, Seahawks 74, 49 saints. Uh, as far as the total plays total yards, 438 to 396. Total drives, 14 to 13 Saints. Saints average almost 16 yards per play. The Seahawks, 18, uh, 8.1. Saints had 203 yards passing versus 245 by the Seahawks. 235 rushing attempts by the uh, rushing yardage on 48 attempts, average five yards per carry against the Bengals, who gave who did rush 151 at 21 attempts and averaged over seven yards per carry against the Saints. That has to stop. So you might be looking for some change there, some addition to the Saints interior line coming up real soon after that happened. Uh, also, we had some turnovers in the matchup as well. And the Saints time of possession did a pretty decent job. 37 minutes and 35 seconds versus 22 minutes and 25 seconds by the Seahawks. Of course, you look at the uh, individual statistics. Final Andy Dalton, 16 to 24 for 187. Almost eight yards per throw, one touchdown and a pick. He was sacked once, 86.6 was the rating. Taysom Hill threw a touchdown, one-on-one on his attempts. 22-yard pass to Adam Troutman for a touchdown. He uh, he had this uh, touchdown toss first of the season, 158.3 on the rating. And, of course, Taysom led the rushers. He had nine carries for 112 yards, averaged 12.4 yards per rush. He had three rushing touchdowns and a pass, a touchdown. The game ball goes to Taysom Hill. He also had a 60-yard scamper to help break the game open. Elvin Kamara, 23 carries at 103, 4.5 yards per carry for Elvin Kamara. Not nothing shaking for, El, uh, for Mark Ingram. Nine carries, 16 yards, less than two yards per carry. Not good. Of course, Elvin Kamara also was a team leading receiver. He had six targets, six catches, 91 yards, average 15.1 or 15.2 yards per catch. Chris Olave, six targets, four catches, 54 yards, 13.5 on the catch. 
average, and he had one touchdown that also helped the Saints. Troutman, two catches for 32 yards. He had a score on three targets, and you can see the rest of the numbers right there. Of course, the Saints had a bit of problems with the fumbles, but you know, as well, they had a couple of recoveries and one that they lost. Two turnovers by the Saints in the game, interception by Andy Dalton, and the fumble by Elvin Kamara. They were able to overcome it in a game where usually over the last three games, Saints turned the ball over. It uh, didn't help them at all. Paulson Debo, eight tackles. Led by, and, of course, Pete Werner had seven on the day. Cam finished with 8.5. Excuse me, 1.5. <laughs> Trying to give him a little bit more. Eight point, I mean, 1.5 for Cam on the sack ratio, eight tackles by Paulson Debo is what I'm looking at. Half a sack by Demario Davis. JT Gray got a sack in the game as well, and he got cooked a couple of times. Of course, you go to the other side of things, you can see, that Geno Smith, Smith finished with 16 of 25 for 268, three touchdowns. He was sacked three times. 139.7 was his rating in there. Received, and they rushed the ball pretty good at 21. At 151, averaging 7.2 yards per rush, one rushing touchdown. Kenny Walter came in on a 69-yard scamper. He averaged 11 yards per carry, 88 yards. A lot of it on that 169-yard burst for a touchdown. Rashard Penny, who had a terrible injury, he'd probably be lost for the season. He was averaging almost seven yards per rush to help Seattle's defense uh, offense, excuse me, stay on tune. But the Saints uh, absorbed a lot of that and were able to make plays on the back end to kind of help seal the deal. Tyron Math, I mean, excuse me, Tyler Lockett and Tyron Matthew did his thing on the Saints defense uh, in in his tackle situation. But on the other side, Tyler Lockett, five catches for 104 for two touchdowns. DK Metcalf had five for 88 in in the touchdown as well. So they got the big guys involved, the Lockett's and the Metcalf's to help them try to get this game in control. And it ultimately didn't work. Their top tacklers, Cody Barton and Jordan Brooks, both of the young linebackers, had solid performance. But the thing that really killed this team was the injuries. The injuries, I mean, excuse me, the injuries hurt them with the running attack. And of course, the errors, playing in this thing in terms of the penalties. They had 12 penalties They took for 85 yards that really hurt them in this matchup. Just dumb penalties, doing stupid stuff, and it ultimately hurt a team like the Seattle Seahawks where they went down. As the Saints claim to win 39-32, to 32, we move on next up against the Cincinnati Bengals. So with that being said, man, we had a lot going on in this matchup, man. Yeah, it was – we did a lot of great uh, – uh, work in terms of Taysom Hill did a lot of stuff, man. Taysom Hill single-handedly put this game in his uh, hands, and he was doing it. He throwing it and running it. Four touchdowns alone for Taysom Hill. Big, big, big game for him. Uh, you know, watching him do his thing. Without his contribute, contribution, it would have been difficult. Elvin Kamara did a very good job, too, running the ball. And credit in part to Pete Carmichael, who stuck with the game plan. Noticeable differences. What did we notice from the preceding weeks to this week? Did the Saints make the necessary adjustments? Well, they did make adjustments. They did. We had some breakdowns in defense that allowed big plays that shouldn't have happened. That can be cleaned up. We did have the penalties that occurred, the interception by Andy Dalton uh, and the fumble by Elvin Kamara, which means every game this season, the Saints have committed turnovers that, uh, that other teams have taken and contributed to their scoreboard. So, positives here i guess i could say overall the adjustment watching what the saints did on offense today from a running perspective under the p carmichael uh his new as the new offensive coordinator of the saints offense today this guy he did a wonderful job in rushing the ball 48 rushing attempts today for 235 yards we all know the big stat that 
a lot of the who that's know is that when the Saints run the ball over 30 times, they win 90 plus percent of their games. And that was a, a issue uh, 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 that we were not doing in the preceding games. When the Saints be lunging, they bludgeoned the Seattle defense with rushing attempts and they had 48 of them. So they knew they were soft up the middle. They had a few stops on some, but the Saints ultimately, along with Taysom Hill and Mark and uh, Elvin Kamara, were able to drive, uh, you know, the offense in part through the rushing attack. 48 attempts, they averaged five yards per attempt. That's damn good. That's two rushes first down. So the Saints were able to make that pop. So that has not even been a thing. That wasn't even close. So if you look at the overall attempts versus the pass, it's not even close. The Saints had 25 attempts for Andy Dalton versus 48 rushing attempts by the Saints rushing attack. So if that is the focus of the team moving forward and we can focus on running the ball like we did, and we have success running it with uh, with uh, Elvin Kamara, Taysom Hill, and we're going to have to get Mark Ingram going. If not Mark Ingram, my other extra running back on the roster is, is Keith Washington. We're going to have to get these guys involved uh, in the matchup Excuse me, Dwayne Washington. We got to get Dwayne Washington involved, I feel, because he's a good north-south runner who can spell. Like, if you got a guy like Ingram who is struggling out there, get get north-south running power guy like Dwayne Washington in there, at least get some some carries every now and again to soften them up, especially in the third or fourth quarter. So very happy that the Saints kind of laid on the rushing attack today to kind of get that going. But in the end, man, what can I tell you? The Saints got the win. It wasn't a beautiful win. It wasn't a great win, but they did something different. They switched it up. They started rushing that thing 48 times, baby. 48 times uh, for 235 yards for Taysom and Elvin. So it's a big positive if that will be less. But the question is going forward, will the Saints be focusing on running the ball in part like they did up against the uh, the Seattle Seahawks? We shall see, man. That's, that's the big question that I have moving forward. And of course, all of the injury questions about Lattimore and about Chris Olave, all that stuff will be kind of filtered out as we get closer into uh, the rest of the week, as we get prepared and ready for the Cincinnati matchup. So very tough team we got to deal with in Cincinnati. We've got other teams, but listen, the focus, uh, the Saints are going to sit back on this one, lick their wounds and look at what we're dealing with. As all three of our guys, our top wide receivers are down. We should get one or two of them back next week. Uh, we'll see how that all shake. But at the end of the day, Saints come up with the win. We get it 39-32. We improve the two and three. And we're going into the next one looking for another win to get back to 500. So, shout out. All right, uh, Young Blood says, Q, uh, Taste Mill deserves two game balls. Dan D, bro, he, he did his thing, bro. Without him, there is no doubt the Saints would have had a difficult time winning this game. They probably wouldn't have won. But, I mean... Taysom Hill's athleticism, and he's a playmaker. He's one of the Saints playmakers that they have. And we talked about Mike's, and you talk about the Jarvis's, you talk about the Elvin Kamara's, you talk about the Chris Olave's. Taysom Hill is back there, and Taysom Hill has been known to make plays. So we just got to keep stepping up and building on this one. It was a comp- does it help the, the confidence out somebody? Every win does. But the Saints have to focus on running the ball, just kind of duplicating this game plan. They got it in the win, duplicating the game plan and working on running the ball, getting better at running the ball. I think that's the number one thing they can focus on. So with that being said, the Saints clear out the win. I'd like to give a shout out to all the fantastic family members that was with me for almost five hours. Shout out to my guy, 
uh, Christopher Waterman. Shout out to you, Chris. Appreciate you with your uh, cash app, my friend. He says, uh, he says for Q, Kamara, and Hill making the difference today. Thank you, Brother Waterman. T- appreciate you uh, with that. And with that being said, listen, I'd like to thank all the family members uh, for joining me today. Shout out to all the family members with Super Chats and Cash Apps today. As we, once again, the watch party was on and popping today. We had fun up and down all around. You know, no game would be the same if it wasn't for them type of dramatics when you're dealing with the black and gold. So with that being said, uh, we're going to pop out on that. Listen, I appreciate all of y'all guys. Please feel free to hit the like button. If you hadn't hit it, hit the subscribe button. If you hadn't hit that thing and also feel free to share the show's links in your social media feed. And I'm going to holler at you guys tomorrow on our Monday stream as we recap and I open up the phone lines to hear from you guys on our Monday stream. So who that to you? And I'm going to let you later. Peace. Yeah. I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really blown to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
about the Pro Shop. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. And remember, it helps the platform continue to grow. Check out the Pro Shop and who that is. TheWhoThatDaily.com. That's right, TheWhoThatDaily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, and even the top-flight boxing. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, TheWhoThatDaily.com is your site. TheWhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. TheWhoThatDaily.com. That's right, TheWhoThatDaily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, and even the top-flight boxing. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, WhoThatDaily.com is your site. TheWhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.